0: Welcome back to Takis McGinnis, Elder Care Law Hour. I'm Tim Takis, and in today's program, we're talking about younger onset dementia.
1: And I'm Barbara McGinnis. In this particular segment, we'll be talking with client Kenna Niles, who'll be telling her story about living with a loved one with early onset dementia, specifically Alzheimer's disease. So thank you, Kenna, for being here and for telling us your story. Um, Just tell us about Bill, your husband, and how old was he when he was diagnosed?
2: He was diagnosed when he was 53. Uh, that was the first time anyone said the word Alzheimer's to us.
0: And so how did you discover that something was wrong with Bill?
2: He was having trouble doing some typical things that he used to do around the house, um, you know, painting a wall or putting up a shelf. Um, then we noticed um, that he was having trouble at work doing things he had done for 30
1: years. And what so kind of work did he do? He was a police officer for 32 mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. So when you noticed something was wrong, you went to the doctor, right? right? Mm-hmm. Which doctor did you go to? Your primary care doctor?
2: Yes, we went to our primary care doctor. We had a relationship with her, so she knew us well enough to know that when she was talking to Bill and did some testing on him that he had some cognitive problems.
0: And so what happened? What was the, what, how did the, how did that progress?
2: Well, we went to a neurologist, and okay. he had some extensive testing done, and they decided, it took a, a few months,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, but decided then that they felt he had Alzheimer's disease. Right.
0: And so, how did you react to knowing that your husband, how long have you been married?
2: We've been married 37 years. That your
0: husband of 30-some years yeah. is, you know, I mean, I can't imagine being 53 and, right. and realizing Diaries. that. Mm-hmm.
2: Right, well, it was a shock, of course. We had no um, hit family history of Alzheimer's, and so that wasn't on our radar. We, we knew something wasn't right, but we had no idea it was going to be something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very difficult um, to accept at first. Yeah. And we, we thought maybe that he was misdiagnosed. But four years later, we know that he was not.
1: So what were your, some, some of your concerns when you got that diagnosis?
2: Um, there are a lot of concerns. His main concern was um, he wanted to provide. He wanted to keep working. And so he, he did the best he could with that. Um, we wanted to make sure our legal documents were all the way they should be, and, and they weren't. We had, we had wills and different things, but we didn't have what we needed. Um, we needed to get our financial affairs in order. Um, and we always thought we'd done good at that, but when you're faced with something like this, um, you find out maybe you weren't as prepared as you
1: thought you were. Yeah, Because that's cutting short earning years by exactly. 10, Fifteen yep. years short, right? Mm-hmm. And and that has a lot of impact does. On, a, on your long-term care. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what about work? You know, the first segment, Tim and I were talking about what happens at work. Mm -hmm. Did his employer make accommodations? Were they helpful? They did.
2: Um, They were really great about that. He was, he insisted on working and they were willing to make the accommodations.
0: And I think it was at Vanderbilt, is that right? It was at
2: Vanderbilt. He worked for the police department there. Um, They helped him with things that he wasn't able to do anymore, like completing paperwork or using the computer. Um, and and it was it did give him that additional six months of time, on the job.
0: And what about his insurance? Um, I know certainly I think he was there for six months after the diagnosis, right. and then he retired.
2: And then he retired. So we uh, went on Cobra. So we were able to keep that health insurance for a little bit longer. Okay. Um, so just just now we we've run out of Cobra. So I think it's um, what
0: twenty four months. Is that correct? It's,
2: well, ours was eighteen. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. So now um, we have. We just pay for our own insurance.
0: Okay, so you pay for your I own do, insurance. Mm-hmm. And Bill, did he do what, Social Security Disability? Yes, uh,
2: yes, Social Security Disability.
0: Okay, can you tell us about how that process went?
2: Well, um, we got some help with that. Um, y'all hooked us up with an attorney that knows his stuff. And yeah. so he helped us with that application. And it really, you know, it's a lot of information gathering. And some of those things I, I didn't have, Bill knew that stuff. And so it took some time to gather the
1: information. Um, and apply yeah. and it was granted. So has he, has he transitioned to Medicare now though? Yes. Okay, yeah. so Bill's on Medicare after 24 months of being on, Co- I mean, he didn't have COBRA for the full 24 right. months, but he could, we right? right, right. Um, so Social Security, a lot of people I think would be interested to know what when you're working, we don't worry about health insurance, because usually, especially right. if you're working for a big employer, you've got mm-hmm. insurance, but when you lose that, that the employment prematurely you mm-hmm. worry about insurance right. coverage Absolutely. especially so mm-hmm. cobra covered him and you mm-hmm. and then he transitioned to medicare you transitioned to a private insurance right. plan right so everybody stayed covered yes and so
0: so did he go right from cobra to to medicare I was mean, there a gap a, a
1: little gap a, a little gap but okay. pretty much yeah, okay. yeah. good
0: right mm-hmm.
1: So there is a a, a safety net system uh, for that. So, okay, back to just how you felt about getting that diagnosis Mm -hmm. and how it impacted you in your life. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, it has a huge impact. It really can't say it enough. Um, I was concerned about my husband, how he was going to deal with with his disease and accepting it. Um, Concerned about. How are we going to make it? You know, financially, um, it it just was not something we were prepared for. Mm -hmm. And so um, my kids were concerned, you know, are they going to have Alzheimer's? It it just affected everybody in a really big way. Um, But we've made it. Yeah. You know, one day at a time, you figure it out, and we've made it this far.
1: Your children were adults. Yes,
2: right? my children are in their thirties, and, and they still are. Yes, they still are.
1: Yes, <laughs> well, <laughs> they
2: were adults yes, when they were. when, yeah. they, when yes. Dad was diagnosed. Yes. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah, no minors. Uh-huh. Yes,
0: and
1: mm. uh, they're, yeah,
2: they're in their early thirties. Certainly,
0: would be a different challenge if you had a minor child. Yes, and, mm-hmm. and I have
2: a friend in that situation, yeah. um, with a husband with Alzheimer's, and mm-hmm. and have two kids in high school.
1: So you mentioned that they were concerned about. Um, the genetic mm-hmm. aspect of, mm-hmm. of the disease—have they been tested? They have not. Okay. They one one
2: wants to, one does not. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. And but what's really important for people to know too is you know, you need to get life insurance before you have a diagnosis like that in your family. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very hard to get life insurance, and one of mm-hmm. my kids has it, and one does not. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's another thing to consider.
0: Yeah, and I guess part of also, and I, maybe it did not affect you or Bill, but you know we know that you cannot be discriminated against in getting health insurance if you have a pre-existing condition Right. you know and of course that's you know because of the you know the affordable care act right. mm-hmm. you know that didn't affect apparently it didn't affect right. bill but I mean I imagine maybe it would affect others it,
2: it, yes it might
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you were able to get health insurance what about the finances Kenna you mentioned that you had to worry about or think about those did you have to do something different
2: well you know it, I was always involved in our finances, but I didn't know all the ins and outs of everything that Bill had done through his job. Mm -hmm. And so I had to learn a lot of things, and we did do some things different. Um,
1: You actually stepped up and became the, you have this new role. You're just manager of the family, manager of his care. Right. What's the care trajectory been like? Um, What do you mean by that? Well, caring at home, supportive, then he couldn't stay at home by himself while you worked, so he started going to an adult daycare program. Right, he
2: does, and so that's another thing that um, when you have a younger onset, I mean I'm a working spouse and taking care of of someone with Alzheimer's, so he does go to a day program while I'm at work, and that has just been wonderful. He's been doing that for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, and and it really gave him a place to belong. He felt yeah. like he belonged there, and so that that has been probably the single best thing that that we were able to do for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So, what about recent challenges? You know, you're, what are you what are you dealing with now?
2: Right now, what we're dealing with mostly is um, he's delusional at this point, and so what we're we're facing that putting him in memory care piece of mm-hmm. the of the puzzle. Um, We would do that for his safety, you know, he's, he'll get ready to walk out the door because he thinks someone called him for help, and Mm -hmm. he's dressed and ready to go. Um, So that's a big concern right now. That's kind of what we're facing. He hasn't known who I am for over six months, so that's changed our relationship and and the fact that I don't have influence on him as much as I used to. It's like I take care of him, and he knows I take care of him. Um, But he still thinks he kind of, you know, like I work for him, kind of. So that's a big big right. difference mm-hmm. in where we're at now.
0: Right. And the mm-hmm. roles that you're having to do. Right. Well, mm-hmm. Kenna, thank you for being here and sharing your story, you know, with our viewers. So, in our next segment, we're going to be talking about primary care physicians. We'll be interviewing a primary care physician. What questions should you ask uh, if you're going through this with your loved one? Stay tuned. <laughs>